something to talk about I'm talking the mouth on the story and no crapping out Steady looking for attention Niggas should've paid attention Yeah, I hear niggas talking But whatever they say, they buy shit Oh, no, no, no Bitter Mad at you, mad I'm your nigga Mad he ain't touching six figures Mad when he call, you don't even pick up Now he wanna act like a killer See, he had you first, but I'm realer Now I'm putting dick all up in your life mm. Just cause he let him smash it don't mean he never knew ya yeah. It's because y'all got a past, it don't mean y'all got a future you just bitter, so bitter Now she got a real nigga with her yeah. I make her wetter yeah. I do it better What's goody, what's goody, Anchor? It's 7 million. Back today with another episode. I was supposed to knock out this episode yesterday for Soul Sunday, but the bitch was tired. I got off of work late. The last thing I was thinking about was recording. I'm like, shit, I'm tired. I want to lay the fuck down. Period. Um, Before I get into the story time, I do want to reflect on the last couple of weeks. There have been a lot of events taking place a lot of ups a lot of downs a lot of trials and tribulations a bitch has been has been tested on so many different levels but i've been passing them holes but i have been tested i'm not gonna hold you even today at my job nigga a customer came in and tried to slide me some money right in front of my manager now listen the old seven million would have took that shit so fucking fast, but ah ah ah. No, he put the money like try to slide it, like try to slide it to me like a fucking drug deal, and I politely put that shit right back in his bag. I said, "Sorry, sir, that's against company policy." And then my manager walked up to me. She like, "You should have took it." I said, "The fuck, I will." <laughs> and nigga tried to set me up for the okie doke. I think not. You was not gonna catch me, motherfucking slipping. Did I need that money? Yes. Did I want that money? Yes. Did I want to lose my job behind money that's really pocket change? No. But I'm like, damn, even my manager tried to hit me up with the fucking okie donate. You and I both know this is against company policy. Okay. And it was writing like, <laughs> y'all not about to write my ass up for this bullshit. I think not. I was literally crying inside because I'm like, damn, I could have took that money and go get my ass a fucking Aunt Annie Ann's pretzel. I was already picturing shit in my head to go along with the money, but you're not going to catch seven million slipping. No Satan, not tonight, period. Then on Saturday, I'm in a studio session with this nigga that works my nerves. He works my nerve. He irritates my fucking spirit. <sighs> the nigga the nigga irritates my soul. You got to put in a lot of effort to irritate a nigga's soul. So anyway, after leaving the studio session, 
Blue song came out great. Um, I'm going to be playing it on an upcoming episode when it gets mixed and mastered. I'm going to let it play in the intro or maybe the outro. I just haven't quite figured it out yet. But um, her shit came out great. And then we went to um, we went to Popeye's. And then Popeye's, she made me spend my last little bit of money. She didn't even ask me if I had money. She just was ordering shit. Uh, yeah, let me get a two-piece platter, breast and wing, extra wing, and all this other extra shit. I'm like, where your money at? She like, you got it? How you know that? You don't know what the fuck I got. See, counting my fucking pockets, okay? But I went on and bought her little shit. Um, we sat in Popeye's, and while sitting in Popeye's, it's been so long since we actually had a chance to eat a meal together because our work schedules are like very different it's normally a rare a rare time now within the last couple months that we're actually in the house together unless unless it's a weekend when she's getting off early or I didn't have to work that weekend or I was able to get off early or my work shift might be later in the afternoon and I'm getting off late so it was nice to be able to sit in Popeye's and be able to enjoy a meal and be able to sit down together, uh, which is very rare for us. And while I was in Popeye's, my spirit spoke to me like, look at God. And I'm like, what you mean? It said it again. Look at God. And then I started thinking, I'm like, what that mean? What that mean? Like, it's a blessing that, you know, I'm able to pay for this food as much as, much as blue or the shit. Um, but the spirit was speaking to me because years ago, my mother and I used to sit in Popeye's for hours because we didn't have a place to go. We were just killing time. We didn't have a home. Um, one no nigga house we can lay up in. We didn't have no money for a motel room or nothing. And, um, shout out to Gina at the Popeyes on Magnolia and Laura King. Cause she always like used to hook us up. Cause Blue and I used to spend like $25 cause neither one of us like dark meat. So we used to spend like $25 on extra biscuits, fries, extra wings and all types of shit. And Gina really used to hook us up. So shout out to Gina. We appreciate you so much. And, uh, we used to sit in Popeye's for hours and hours until they closed because we didn't have a home. We didn't have no place to go to and we were just killing time. And I was like, damn that's crazy now i'm in popeyes a prayer that i prayed a long time ago like father please just bless us with a home and we used to sit in popeyes like talking about stuff we wanted to put in our apartment we used to go online um looking at furniture and all types of stuff just to focus our mind and not focus necessarily on our situation it was hard, man. It was hard. And it's like, on Saturday, I was just like, damn, that's crazy. Now I'm sitting in Popeye's. But when I leave, now I have a home to go to. That's something I never had before. And I'm like, holy shit. God is good. Praise the Lord. And I was even telling Blue, like, look at this shit. Look at how crazy this is now. Now when we leave, we have a home to go to. We have a mailbox key. Both of our names are on the lease. Our rent is paid. Nigga, look around. 
Like you laughing and kikiing and shit off of the fucking weed because she had bought some weed. That shit had us on st- on stutter. Okay, but y'all know my lungs, so I haven't been, you know. But anyways, that shit had her on fucking stutter, and I was just like, wow, man, it's crazy. Look at God. I don't take no blessing for granted. Make sure when you get up every morning, you thanking God for the things that you do have. You thanking God for the doors that he is opening, even if they haven't opened yet. Just make sure you thank him for every everything, your bus fare to get the word, the gas, the gas in your car. Thank him for every single thing. Don't take nothing for granted because these literally are blessings. Don't take shit for granted. So today's story time is going to be called fame. Some of y'all had questions about um, the episode number nine that we did for keeping it fucking spicy. Where I mentioned a lot of people left my mother's side because they said she wasn't becoming famous fast enough. Um, It hurt. It sucked. But God will move, God will start moving niggas out of your fucking weight even before you become a, a fucking penny of a fucking somebody. You will notice things starting to shift in your life. So, anyway, we stand with this girl or whatever because my mother and my great grandmother got into it. She was renting out the first floor apartment. Like I always explain to y'all, um, on the East Coast and North, we have three family houses, but on each floor, it's a different apartment. So my mother was renting out the first floor and my great grandmother accused her of not paying rent. So my mother said, fuck you. And she left and she moved in with one of her friends that lived on Mates Terrace. She took me, she took my brother. So instead of us having our own room, now we in this apartment and she already had four kids. So now we in this apartment and now it's six kids in one room. And my mother was sleeping on the couch. And Little Miss Jim Jones, as I have already did this episode and deleted it, I'm going to refilm it. It's just that I feel like it's important for her to be present um, to go over the shit that she was actually telling these fucking niggas, period. So anyway, the girl we stand, the girl we stand with, what the fuck can I call her? Um, We're going to call her Watusi. Um, and y'all let see why in a minute. Now we stand with this girl and she is a <sighs> damn. See, I can't break it down the way I want to break it down because then it's going to cause me to break down other shit. That'd be a whole nother episode. And I'm not trying to have these shits running for an hour and 50 minutes long, like a damn movie. So we're going to, uh, anyways, the girl uh, I ain't gonna lie. She she's what we would consider in modern day a thought. Okay, um, uh, the the thought. Okay, um, at this time, my mother was heavily in the church, taking us to church all the time, like Steve Harvey said. 
and uh watusi will be clapping niggas in the living room like openly in front of all of us kids and everything like she was clapping in the living room on an air mattress mind you she had her own room and my mother was laying on the couch she she fell asleep because uh the weed on the east coast will make you sleepy for the ones who may not know they mostly sell indica without you know them having problem knowledge that it is indica but since i have been in cali for so long i know that it's indica um or hybrid dominant mostly indica anyway she clapping watch creflo dollar is on the motherfucking tv clapping hollering and fucking screaming clapping you think hollering hollering and we thinking this niggas passing out on the fucking tv and this bitch clapping with the fucking church blanket that we got from pastor barber church shout out to pastor barber uh the church on fucking a boil attendant urbanton i don't know if they have moved since then it's been uh, it's been years since i have been that way uh shout out to pastor barber I said not clapping with the church blanket. She was a thought. I'm not going to. When I say a thought. Literally nigga. That hoe over there. Literally like every night. She fucking a different nigga. Pit every night. I think I made a mistake. And called the bitch a hoe. Well not really a mistake. But she, she got out of pocket with me. And I had to let her know. That she was a fucking hoe. She got up the wrong, listen, the wrong, don't give me the fucking ammo, bitch, because I, I will use it, okay? I already p- possess the fucking gun, bitch. Please do not give me the ammo because I will fire on that ass, period. <clears throat> so any fucking way, my mother was trying not to get her to be so much of a hoe. You know what I'm saying? But Blue is not the nigga to lead, okay? I don't know what the fuck she be doing when she be... But she's not the nigga to fucking lead, period. Um, (laughs) Any fucking way, (laughs) any fucking way. She was trying to, like, groom her and refine her in a way. She was taking out a lot of time with this lady more than she was taking out with me. Here I am struggling, trying to figure out what fucking pad to fucking use and you spending all this time with this bitch on what manicures and pedicures and what underwears and sets and all this shit and clothes and all this shit like doing more for her than you ever did for me but anyways because y'all know i go left quick um any fucking way she was trying to refine her and uh my mother little miss jim jones she was like, look, bitch, when I get on, ooh, girl, you won't believe what kind of fucking dream I had. Okay, listen, that high talk. I told y'all, watch that motherfucking high conversation, bitch. Fuck what a nigga saying when they high, nigga. What are you doing when you sober? Period. So, during high conversation, we talk. She's telling her, yeah, girl, I see you with Floyd Mayweather. He going to take care of you. You going to be driving the Benz, bitch. You going to be driving the Bentley. Telling her all this shit. Or what the fuck she dreamed about while you was high. Do you, nigga, do you know you dreaming the most crazy when you high? 
okay? Understand the fucking saying. Go to sleep real and wake up trill. Repeat it. Go to sleep real and wake up fucking trill. Period. You be dreaming crazy as a motherfucker when you high, nigga, because you high. That's why you dreaming crazy. So anyway, she telling her all this shit. Yeah, girl, I see you with Floyd Mayweather. He going to take care of you. You going to be wifey. He going to take care of you and your four kids and all this other extra shit. Gassing this bitch up. This bitch head and got so big. She took my Burberry book bag. It wasn't real, okay? But she took it. She took my Tiffany set just to try to stun on hoes, okay? When they got their little fucking tax money or whatever. But anyways, her head got so fucking big. She thinking she about to be the fucking shit. She think this shit about to happen within the next month, okay? The bitch did try to slow down a little bit with clapping. A little bit, you know, from what I've noticed, it was only like two niggas in rotation instead of the 20 it normally is. But anyways, clapping. Um, anywho, so I'm just like, man, this shit is gassing shorty head up so much so anyway she finally got to the point where this shit wasn't happening fast enough for her she kicked us out she said look bitch you not becoming famous like months had went by she like look bitch you promising me this you promising me that it's not happening fast enough you got to get the fuck out it's taking you too long to become famous now it it hurt, but Blue was promising her a lot. She really was. And, like, from the outside looking in, if you already have four kids, you a single mother, you working your ass off to try to make sure you keep a roof over your kid's head, two extra kids, a nigga laying on your couch, it's a lot. And when you thinking that you finally about to get that big break for something big, like a nigga about to come and sweep you off your fucking feet and put you in designer shoes and designer clothes and shit you don't have to worry about no more, like, that would be a release for anybody. But leave it to motherfucking Blue. So we got kicked the fuck out because she said it was taking my mother too long to become famous. So we moved from Mapes Terrace back to Mapes on the first floor apartment. I went back to having my own room. Then, you know, some other niggas jumped shit. Um, if y'all want to hear about them um, in future episodes, let me know. But it was a she want the only... Why Tusi wasn't the only nigga that jumped shit. Okay. Um, yeah. But she was a thought. I ain't even gonna hold you. Like. Shit, she was a thought. Like, times are different now. You know what I'm saying? Like, a bitch that got 20 niggas in rotation and probably ain't shit now in, in 2023. Like, a nigga like that ain't shit. But we talking about 2006, 2007, where it's like, 
body count really mattered to some niggas. You know what I'm saying? They are still fucked, but then they was going to talk shit after. Like, yeah, that bitch a, a hoe. Like, you know what I'm saying? But now times are different. But then she was considered a thought. You know, then. Because uh, she was very quick to throw them draws. You know what I'm saying? Like, one no court shit. One take the bitch out to eat. Buy her kids something to eat. None of that. That bitch was throwing them draws. Period. Clapping. Um, viciously. Um, yeah. So, the moral of this fucking story is... God will move people out of your way and out of your life that aren't supposed to fucking be there. That aren't supposed to be a part of your journey. So niggas that had to walk away, let them fucking walk away. It'll hurt, but you better get into your motherfucking prayer. Period. It'll hurt, it'll cut deep, but you better get into your bag. Take that time to get into your bag. Take that time to get into yourself. Take that time to really get into your assignment that God has planned for you. Period. Please don't forget to follow me on Instagram at 7spencer, S-C-V-I-N-S-P-N-C-E-R. So we're going to let Money Loan take us out. I could do this for hours and hours and hours. I could do this for hours and hours and hours. I could do this for hours and hours. I and hours. I could do this for hours and hours. I could do this for hours and hours. I once they hit, felt like giving up for love. These niggas almost made me quit. Then I'll make you. When I'm back, you, I knew this was it. I've never been in love like this. A love like ours. I pray for it on my knees. Every night for some hours. And hours and hours.